0: From the kel Studios, it's Arms Room Radio. With Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear and more. You'll get it all right here. And you can connect with these guys right now. Call the Arms Room Radio hotline. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Arms Room Radio is on the air live coast to coast. From the Keltech Studios. Now, here's Mike. Welcome
1: back to Arms Room Radio, we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Gentlemen, how are you doing today? Doing real good. Excellent. Let's go around it. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I I, I stepped on somebody there. What was that? Present. Present. (laughs) Present. Present. Let's go around the room real quick. Let's uh, let's make sure we get everybody on board here. Make sure everybody uh, understands. You know, if you got your charts out and your graphs, you know, perhaps dry erase is the best. We used to do this with um, plexi and wax pencil mm-hmm. or alcohol pens, but uh, you could do this on a whiteboard if you choose. Also, on my right is my right hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Ladies and gentlemen, his name is Earl. I was wanted yeah, let to let it go. Let it go. Bit. It's a great song. We got to listen gotta to it. it. We got to listen to it. You know, this week at the office, we mm-hmm. actually heard a story about the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone.
2: I lost count. Was that seven or eight? That was five. I was five. I, I, that was five. That was five. So that would be what, your. What, what, what did I tell you? Grandfather. Your grandfather. The oh, hunt. Yes. The, the, oh the, the, yes, that's right. That's right. Went off one day with nothing, uh, tool or weapon-wise, other than a pocket knife. In the morning, and came back that evening with a deer slung over his shoulder, ready to be thrown on the grill.
1: Yep. See there, five generations removed. He's out there hunting deer with a knife.
2: So, <laughs> so there you go.
1: Earl will one up
3: him. He'll use his beard. Use his beard. Yep. Yep. Weave
4: it into a <laughs> into a trap. Well, that's how he got off that desert island. Yeah. He made a uh-huh. rope and lassoed uh-huh. two tortoises and rode them out of
2: there. <laughs> yeah. Do you mean uh, uh, sea turtles? Sea turtles. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it would be sea yeah. turtles. Yeah, two tortoises. Oh, no, get he's so far. awesome.
3: He turned tortoises into <laughs> sea turtles. <laughs> he put flippers on them.
4: Made them out of palm fronds.
3: <laughs> Only a boon can do it. Swim, it's boys. <laughs>
1: swim. <laughs> also joining us this week at my 11 o'clock position is the courtroom assassin. Please welcome back the legal ninja, Mr. Kevin Maxwell.
4: Thank you, Candling. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing pretty good. I rested some yesterday afternoon. You arrested somebody yesterday? No, I rested. Oh, okay. I'm, I had, I had trial yesterday. Okay. And... Senior citizens arrest. Senior citizens Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's a little testy. He's been up all night Ooh. trying to save a young man from himself.
1: Well, let's, uh, let's, let's get to that. But first, let's welcome
4: the samurai sidekick from Max
1: Orlando. It's Mr.
2: Alec Weber. Today. Hi. Today he's the sleepy sidekick. <laughs> the sleepy sidekick. <laughs> so, uh, gentlemen, tell, tell
1: me what, you know. Change the names. You know how was how the world of legal uh, administration this T- week?
4: Trial yesterday was interesting. It was very interesting. It was a, it was a paternity action. Uh, we were asking. We were representing the father. He wanted fifty-fifty time sharing. Mother did not think that was prudent. Uh, we didn't get it uh, at the moment. Uh, it'll implement after six more months. Um, but he's gonna keep the time sharing he's got now which is about thirty three percent of the time and he'll go to fifty percent of the time in about six months. But the court as a result of the questions asked by the mother's attorney determined that the husband or the father's income was five hundred dollars a month less than what we had thought it was. So instead of being $1,800 a month, he now only makes $1,304.16. And I don't think everybody appreciated that the way I did, because I realized at the end of six months that the mother's going to be paying the father child support. <laughs> Dope.
1: <laughs> wah, wah. Hey, uh, I, I know we we had this last week, and we didn't get to go over it. It's, it's breaking news. It's still uh, evidently there's there's tragedy going on up in the Chicago area. And uh, we skipped over it last week because it came in right as we were getting off the air. So we did want to bring you the latest update. Um, This is from Chicago. Now, again, this is uh, news is a week old. You know, that's that's the problem. We only have a a weekly show here. A Amtrak train collided Friday afternoon with a tractor trailer carrying 70,000 pounds of bacon. That was obstructing the tracks. That is a tragedy. 70,000 pounds of freedom-loving bacon. This, no. is, this is, I, I know, there was there was bacon everywhere. Did it burn? And, you know, there was some burning. So you had some sizzling bacon on one side. You had some uh, some sushi bacon over on the other S- side. Yeah. It's, it's, hard
4: hard yeah. it's hard to get sushi. Grade bacon. Sushi-grade sushi bacon,
1: yeah. The uh, train was passing through Wilmington southwest of Chicago when it collided with a truck near Illinois Route 53 and River Road. Trailer of the truck was overturned and split open with its 70,000 pounds of bacon strewn about an embankment. The cab of the truck was separated from the trailer and came to rest on the opposite side of the train. Uh, no reported injury to the train's crews or its 203 passengers, but 10 ambulances were called to the scene. Now let me ask you gentlemen a question. There's no injuries. <clears throat> There's 10 ambulances
4: I, I know what happened. That's seventy thousand collect- pounds of bacon. They're all you know, collecting the bacon. That's right. <laughs> <There's> a- <laughs> I got to put this bacon in triage. There's not a fire station within twenty miles that's not full of bacon right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> They're just full up on
4: it. No, no, no. We're we're just collecting the evidence. It's, yeah. it's,
3: bacon it's, down, bacon, bacon down. down, bacon down,
4: <laughs> Quick, yeah.
1: fire up the grill. <laughs> The train, Texas Eagle train 22, left San Antonio on Thursday, bound for its destiny with bacon in Chicago, uh, passing through St. Louis earlier Friday morning. Collision means train 302, which was already more than four hours late, is delayed even further. Well, it, I think it was right on time. for it was. If it was the Bacon Express, it was right on time. <laughs> Passenger Sam Hurwitz said there was an impact followed by confusion when the train stopped and there were no crew announcements for about 20 minutes. Well, yeah. You know, they hit the train and bacon they were busy. went everywhere. Yeah, they were busy. They were, busy. Now, they were only, on a bacon rescue
3: was, operation. If only there was a train that was carrying lettuce and tomatoes, yeah, Kevin would be in it. heaven. That's there right. we
1: go. Uh, no one knew exactly what we were supposed to do. We didn't really know if we'd hit something or we just done a brake check kind of thing. Because, you know, a lot of time trains will do that.
4: Yeah, right. just you just, gotta, break you just slam on a brake, see if everybody's paying attention. <laughs> I told you to sit down. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, I was her, trying to stop for a pig.
4: Yeah.
1: Her, we, well, and he got to be part of the Bacon Express. Hurwitz said another passenger next to him bumped his head on the seat in front of him, and he saw a woman transported to an ambulance. The driver of the tractor-trailer, he said, walked away from the crash. There's boxes everywhere, but somehow the driver was okay, he said. The truck that hit the train is in pieces. And I don't know. Inside job, maybe? You know? <laughs> Ten <laughs> ambulance. Nobody's hurt. You think this the, is no some, they some they kind to of ISIS bacon. thing? Yeah. <laughs>
2: They're going after the bacon.
1: I, you know, listen, you, you want to start a war, go after the bacon. You know, g- yeah. you'll steal our will to live if you can't <laughs> take <laughs> on the bacon. The, the bacon shall set you free. This was freedom, love, and bacon. Why says, did
3: we put hot dog and bacon on a burger? Because we can. Because America. America. <laughs>
1: <'Cause> America. America. <laughs> All right. Hey, listen, um... At four o'clock today in the Orlando market, if you're listening to us in Orlando at six sixty AM, you can switch over to fifteen twenty AM. That's WBZW. Fifteen twenty AM WBZW. In fact, we're simulcast there all day today, so if you want to give us a listen, you could switch over there now. But at four on six sixty AM in Orlando, the raise game's coming on. Go raise. Got their raise contract, so they're gonna play their raise game. Where are they playing? I, you know what? I did not check the race schedule oh, today. What kind of baseball fan are you? I'm a National League baseball fan. Oh, okay. <laughs> i a National League baseball fan. I can tell you the Mets are playing the Braves today. <laughs> That's what I can tell you. Uh, you're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Celtech Studios. We'll see you on the other side of the break.
5: Hey, how was your weekend?
1: Great. I went to the range, and I went shooting.
5: Oh, man, I wish I could shoot as much as you, but, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should
1: try SendMeAmmo.com.
5: Oh, what was that? You mean
1: SendMeAmmo.com?
5: Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that?
1: Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com. Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com, and sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo
5: deliveries like... Like I get what calibers do they have at sendmeammo.com?
1: You can get 223, 380, 9 mil, 40 cal, and 45 at sendmeammo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So
5: I can get range and defense ammo?
1: Yes, you can. So sign up now at sendmeammo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh,
5: do these guys follow you around all day?
0: E- yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at sendmeammo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's sendmeammo.com.
5: Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech. that off.
6: This is the original. The Keltec P3AT with six game-changing innovations. It's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See the P3AT in action at YouTube slash Weapons.
0: listening to arms room radio live from the Celtech studios call the arms room hotline right now 407-774-8255 407-774-8255 now more arms room radio live coast to coast with mike and the guys in the Celtech studios
1: Welcome back! Thank you for joining us on Arms Room Radio today. We uh we got we got a few you know normally we don't we don't play the birthday game we don't, we don't do that one. That's because you're a guy. Well yeah yeah and and it's true I mean it's 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 part of the man law codes
6: you're that not uh allowed one man
1: another man a happy birthday. We're, it's not allowed to yeah. not allowed to um if you give him a gift you you're supposed to be pulled man card pulled you know and there's very very few exceptions to uh, to giving somebody the. Uh, one man giving another man. I, I, know, I
4: know, I know. I've watched you give Earl gifts and the pretext of, oh, well, this is from Rachel.
1: <laughs> Speaking of Rachel, <laughs> it's one of the birthdays this week. Yes, it is. One of the you birthdays. Like the way, I segued that. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Like, <laughs> you've been doing this a while, eh? Yeah. Uh, happy birthday to my daughter. I know it's uh, yes. it's her birthday. She's actually at her birthday party right now, and I'm uh, missing out on free cake. Oh
3: man! I'm not saving you a piece. you probably not. You bring probably home no. the bacon. And I know. I'm not saving you a piece. Seventy thousand 7, pounds, <laughs> 7, pounds <laughs> 7, of bacon, <laughs> not including a, the burnt part. It Was
1: a bacon conspiracy? He ate that on the way home.
3: That's called a throwback.
1: <laughs> Uh, ten years old, thank you. Thank you very much. Happy birthday, Rachel. Finally hit the double digits. Yeah, oh, yeah. Listen, it's a big one. Ten is a big one because uh, you get that second digit. you got to wait a long time to get another digit now. Yeah. You have to it's all three downhill three, from now. The three digits. That's like, <laughs> but tomorrow <laughs> she'll be ten and a half. Don't worry. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Exactly. June 14th, 1775. Tomorrow is the Army's 240th birthday. So happy birthday to all my... Uh, fellow soldiers and servicemen from the past mm-hmm. 240 years uh that's quite a lot 240 yeah it's quite a lot it's quite a lot give you give you some numbers right now in the army there are uh i don't know i don't know should i should i make this a quiz should i just give you the information let's make it a quiz
3: why don't we one minute in the arms or...
1: no 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 we got a, we got a, we got a question for that like you wouldn't believe something came <laughs> in we we'll write a book on the question that came in today
2: So it's
1: 25 minutes with the arms. Exactly,
2: exactly. Probably going to be an hour at least. All right. How many soldiers in the Army currently? All of them. All of them,
1: exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Currently 1.1 million soldiers in the Army. That's 490 on active duty, 490,000 on active duty, and 559,000 in the Guard and Reserve, 358,000 in the Guard. 201,000 in the reserve, 490,000 on active duty, roughly 1.1 1. 1 million total soldiers in
4: the Army. Yeah. And you know, making an announcement like that in the mid-40s would have resulted in his incarceration for treason. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, no. Actually, I might have
1: gotten a medal because this th- numbers would have been about 20 times too low. It, w- it, would, have, it would have been counterintelligence. So yes, it would have been disinformation. Disinformation I was spreading to the enemy here from... Uh, we have, we have almost Tok- a
4: million soldiers. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Orlando's Tokyo Rose. Yeah. <laughs>
1: the, the U.S. Army was formed June 14, 1775 by Act of the Continental Congress, and they appointed who as the first commander? Bob. Anyone? Anyone? Not Bob. Bill. Bob? No. George no? Washington. George Washington.
4: Thank uh, you very much. Thank yeah, you very and much. And you know that because you were there?
1: It's been reported to me. <laughs> That's right. There you go. That George Washington... <laughs> What's I have a hey. very,
4: very good documented suggestion.
1: So throughout the day, we'll be throwing out a little bit of Army trivia
4: to see uh, see what you guys know. Make sure I've 240 been, uh, years, it's going to be very trivial. To see, ooh, mm-hmm. ooh, ooh did, did Kevin just call the Army trivial? No, but some of the trivia you're going to give are going to be very trivial. <laughs> oh, it will, be. it will be. It'll be uh, minute uh, things that maybe me yeah. and you will know. What year did the toilet paper with... Change from three to five inches. You know that's interesting. Yeah, uh, I, and, and I've I've told
2: that story before. And only active members will know <laughs> the the overseas. And uh, you know, I,
1: I don't know if it's uh,
2: uh the smaller hands
1: is that what it is. I, I've been to several Eastern yeah, not several. I've been to a few Eastern European countries. I've been to a few Southwest Asian countries. Uh, I've and I've been to a couple of European countries. The Eastern European countries, the old Russian bloc, the Soviet War, Warsaw Pact, they don't have the same toilet paper we do. They do. It's different. It's more like John Wayne paper. It's not even like John Wayne paper. It's, uh, it's, it's paper? no, it's, um, you know, the crate paper that you unroll and use for, for parties that you, you tape up on the walls. Yep. That's what it is. It's kind of this stretchy Ew. crate. You know, three inch wide. It's rough. It's rough. What, it had, what it it's has ridges. It's,
4: it's John Wayne paper. It's rough and, and tough. it's tough, and it don't take crap off nobody. Yeah, it's it's. <laughs> I don't you see
1: that. I don't even know if I would give this that satisfaction. You know? <laughs> it's it's not a not a fun thing. I'm uh, Once again, finding a way to bring our normal
2: conversation uh, yeah. to the radio. Oh, always, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, always. Yeah.
1: Oh, uh, just see what happened in Texas this week. A uh, a thug, a thug is clearly what he was. A thug puts a knife to a Texas grandma's neck. Her next nine words immediately sent him running. Now, do you think she... I wonder if she had this planned. This this actually worked out rather well for her. Uh, Jewel Turner was sitting in her van outside of her Fort Worth, Texas doctor's office when a young man approached and asked for directions. A common ploy used by stick-up artists to pull their victims off guard. In case you're new to the criminal... Mm-hmm. Justice industry, and uh, you're taking classes on how to be a criminal. How to be a criminal. Yeah, there's, there there's
4: a great idea. Of course, you know, if you say, Hey, can I ask you a question? Most of the time in the Central Florida area, your response is going to be, No, get away from me. Exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah. Can I hold a dollar? Is the other one. Yeah, can I hold a dollar? <laughs> can I hold a dollar?
4: Hey, big man, can I hold a dollar? <laughs> uh,
1: Grant, Grandma Jewel <laughs> Turner said, Never thought that when I turned my head that the young man would stick a knife to my throat. But the suspect did just that, saying, I don't want to hurt you, but I want your money, and I will hurt you if I have to. Turner had no intention of being a victim that day. Luckily, he had a small handgun with her. Small handgun. Doesn't say what kind. I really wanted to know what kind you know, of handgun. You know, at that distance, it probably wouldn't have made any difference. No, but you know, I'm curious what grandma's <laughs> handgun uh, you know, choice was Ruger Redhawk
4: 44.
1: <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. It's an 88
4: Magnum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. going to shoot through you and your school. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't know I packed the punch.
1: She had no intention of being a victim and luckily had a small handgun with her, which she quickly put to use. I just reached down, got the gun, and turned around and pointed it in his face. And I told him, I said, you back off or I'll blow your head off. And his eyes got big and he just backed up and took off walking down the street like nothing happened. (laughs) Oops. Wrong target. Wrong grandma. Sorry about that. This is not the grandma you're looking for. Uh, after the incident, Turner admitted that it revealed the darker side of humanity to her, even in herself. I noticed there was a dark side in me too, Alec. You're, I know you're dying over there to give to give us some uh, welcome to, to give side. us some dark side references. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I noticed there's a dark side in me too because when I first pulled that gun on him, I actually wanted to shoot him, but I stopped and thought about it. What would Han have done?
3: Shot
1: first. Han would have, sh- <laughs> Han would have shot first. Uh, listen, Greedo. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Greedo, come on. Thankfully, I don't have it on me.
1: Thankfully, this older woman had a tool with her that leveled the playing field, removing the advantage enjoyed by the younger, stronger, and faster thug. Well, do we know he was faster? She said he walked away. Yes, <laughs> he he's cussing to himself. Well, Why does this always happen to we're,
2: me? We're using the, the aging stereotype. Okay, Because so. he might have been a medium speed thug, yeah, for yeah. all we know. Uh, uh. Well, he couldn't run. He had poo-poo pants. <laughs> yeah, that's,
4: true. that's true. That's true. Yeah. Good, good point. Crop uh, dust. Even better is the
1: fact that Turner didn't have to fire her gun as its mere appearance was enough to make the thug quickly reconsider his course of action. Right Now the anti-gun crowd's going to have everybody be issued a plastic gun. Well, I,
4: you know, I got a story about that. I had a friend when we were in, on a TDY assignment. Right. And that TDY assignment, he had to leave his three-year-old and pregnant wife here at home. Okay. And he was going to buy her a Glock. And I was like, eh, does she know how to shoot? Well, no. Let's not buy her a Glock. Yeah. <laughs> she has no training whatsoever. Why don't you get her a pump shotgun? And he found a Mossberg 410 pump shotgun with a laser that when you grab the front grip, the laser came on. So she hears a bang downstairs one night. She goes to the top of the stairs, and she has this shotgun, dual pistol grip shotgun in her hand, and she she's like eight months pregnant, points it down the stairway and squeezes the laser. And it's completely dark in their living room. And it's got a little three-year-old hanging on to her nightgown. And whoever it was saw that laser come across that living room and dove out the front plate glass window of their house. And he goes, you know, I could have just gotten her a pointer. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
2: it's
1: a, yeah, yeah it's some bad guy.
4: I,
2: I think I know sh- is
1: sh- also yeah. had something to do with it. Uh, Schwarzenegger was at the top of the <laughs> stairs, and I got the heck out of that house. Oh, man. Hey, listen, um, uh, don't forget, Grandma Jewel Turner was the prime reason why we support and defend our Second Amendment, right to keep and bear arms for defense against
4: tyranny, whether tyranny comes from the government or a thug attempting to impose his will. The thing about that story is that you don't know how many times that happens that doesn't get reported. Oh, this, yeah, it's, 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 tons of times. It's, tons it's of uh, times.
1: estimated on the minimum hundreds of times a day, if not, you know, into the into the, th- the low thousands of times a day that this happens, and this is what one of the big fights between the gun crowd and the anti-gun crowd—that uh, guns don't save lives because the things like this are unreported because it's just time to move on.
4: That's right. I I'm going home. Yeah. I, I, gotta, I got. I got. to get into my appointment. I, I don't, don't have to call the police. I don't have time I don't, to
1: deal with idiots like the New Jersey police <laughs> after I <I've> defended <laughs> myself legally, That's which right. we'll talk about a little bit later on in the program. Hey, don't forget top of the hour. If you're listening to us in Orlando on 660, you're going to be switching over to 1520 AM B Z W. That's 1520 AM WBZW. Uh, coming up next segment, you're going to love this. We got a question that we all sat around and, and, and we're like, "Man, that's a good question." We thought uh,
4: about
2: this for days. Yeah, days. It's coming uh, up. On I've the, thought about this for
4: years. <laughs> coming up on the
1: uh, the Gun Tech segment now, uh, we're actually going to have uh, Phil from Gun Tech joining us Phil. for this. So. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech studios. We'll see you after the break.
4: Dead guy. <laughs>
7: With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. Police confirming the death of a man suspected of opening fire on police headquarters in Dallas Saturday, then engaging cops in a shootout before fleeing in a van. It was finally shot by a police sniper in nearby Hutchins after he was surrounded in a parking lot. The massive manhunt for two convicted killers continues in northern New York with more than 800 law enforcement officers joining the search. The female prison employee, accused of giving them chisels and other tools, has been transferred to a jail in another county at the request of the local sheriff. Hundreds of Syrian refugees have poured into a Turkish-Syrian border crossing today, fleeing intense fighting between Syrian Kurds and Islamic State militants. Some 13,000 refugees have already crossed into Turkey in the last 10 days. And 15 people, 9 adults and 6 kids, injured, none of them seriously, after a church van blew a tire and overturned on Interstate 40 near Benson, North Carolina. This is SRN News. Ever want to accessorize
5: your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech Rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over twenty-six years.
6: This is the original, the Keltec P3AT. With six game changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See the P380 in action at YouTube slash Weapons.
5: Hey, how was your weekend?
6: Great. I went to the range and I went shooting.
5: Oh, man. I wish I could shoot as much as you. But you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try SendMeAmmo.com. Um, uh, what was that? You mean
8: SendMeAmmo.com?
5: Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that?
1: Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com. Just go to their website www.sendmeammo.com and sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at sendmeammo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9mm, 40 cal and 45 at sendmeammo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at sendmeammo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly.
5: Uh, do these guys follow you around all day?
0: E- yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at sendmeammo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's sendmeammo.com You're listening to True Radio live from the Keltech Studios. Call the Celtech Studios online right now. 407 774 8255 407 774 8255 Now more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast with Mike and the guys in the Celtech Studios.
4: This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Guntech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at guntechusa.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-USA.com.
1: Welcome back to our Zoom Radio. Thank you. Oh, good stretch. You know, good, good, good long break like that every once in a while just to get the stretch and exercises in, keep the keep the joints loose. Uh, you know, gotta gotta keep uh, gotta keep fit. Gotta power keep nap. Fit. Gotta keep fit. And uh, Alec had the power nap. He was uh, up diligently most of the night preparing a defense for a client.
3: I was dealing with the client who was taken to the juvenile detention center, dealing with search warrants and dealing with frantic parents. At two o'clock to six o'clock
1: in the morning
3: because we answer the phone at all hours that's right. in the name of the client
4: we tell people that's one of the ads that i'm going to try to get on the air here sometime <laughs> soon is we know trouble doesn't show up between nine and five it tends to come in the dark it does come in the dark it always comes in the dark it never happens during the day shift
1: never 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 uh hey joining us on the line i know we we, we tease this a little bit is our friend phil from gun tech phil are you with us
9: Yes, what's up, guys?
1: Hey, it's Bill. How, how'd you like that little intro there? How'd you like that? I, li- mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. I feel special. It is. It is special. You, you are special. special. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jinx. You guys. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. Hey, question for you. It's uh, June 13th. What's the temperature in Arizona? Uh, 106 today. 106. But, but that's a... Uh, that's a dry heat, right? Yeah, the humidity a is a
4: negative heat. number.
9: Yes, it's a dry heat. <laughs> you are still standing in the sun and beaming down on you, you're still sweating like hell, but it's a dry heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we are
4: it's at uh, we're we
1: 93 in in Florida, which is not yeah. that bad, but the humidity is 108.
4: So, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's a, you. You go outside and you actually pray for it to rain because you'd be <laughs> you'd be less wet. But you don't I have to it.
4: worry about going and finding something to drink because if you just inhale fast enough with your teeth clenched, you'll yes. get a drink of water. Yeah, you can. You and can you t- I, clench your teeth to get the bugs out of your mouth?
9: Yeah, yeah, it's true. I gotta say, I'll take this instead. I gotta say, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah,
4: I've, I've, I've <laughs> I,
1: experienced I would, both, and it's. Uh, I would I'll take it that. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're gonna coming, move in with Phil. We're coming out there soon. Don't worry. We're coming yeah, out there anytime. soon.
9: anytime. You guys are more than welcome anytime.
1: Hey. um... Phil, we got a question today on the old uh, 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 Gun Tech. Uh, you know, sixty seconds in the arms room. We're going to do that, but before we do that, we wanted to talk to you about. We wanted to talk to you about uh, any the 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 new key mod rails you guys got going on down there.
9: Yeah, yeah. Um, summertime is when we work on a lot of new projects, so we've had a lot of research and development going into the uh, the handguards. This um, you saw the first ones that came out the um, the ultra-lightweights. You saw the first couple pieces that came out. Um, Now we're going to be switching. um, Over the summer, we're working on an octagonal slimline, eight-sided key mod in M-Lock. That's going to be lighter than the first gen. So the Gen 2 is going to be eight-sided, lightweight, um, really, really narrow, narrow profile. And they're probably going to be released in um, probably late fall.
4: And they're going to have both mounting functions.
1: Yes, all, the, all, all three mounting functions.
9: Yeah, well, there's going to be um, there's going to be just key mod, there's going to be M lock, and then there's going to be a hybrid. There's going to be the dual. We're actually doing one model that's going to be a dual key mod and M lock hybrid model.
1: Okay, and that has Picatinny on top or no Picatinny on top?
9: No Picatinny on top, and then. Um, between the eights, the um, between the angles, offset sides on each side, every other one's going to be key mod and M lock. The key mod and M lock all the way around.
1: Wow, outstanding. Okay, now are there? There's Picatinny mounts you could put on that, though. Is that right?
5: Yeah. yeah. Okay. there's sectional hey, rail. Right. Say, yeah.
1: So you yeah. so if you want to go with the Picatinny rail on top with your EOTech, you could just put that mount on there, and you have so you got a little bit of Picatinny mount on top. You've got your key mod and you've got your M lock. Yep. Wow. 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 Yeah, and how much oh, does that weigh? That's off. lightweight. Uh,
9: the lightweight, the um, I believe like the 12 incher, 12 inch models, about 10.8 <coughs> inches with the barrel nut.
1: That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's ridiculous. You figure with all that, all those features on it, you know, they would it would weigh five pounds. But that's yeah,
9: that's yeah. they're really really light. It's gonna be lightest going on the market.
1: That's great. That's wonderful. We can't wait to see those. Can't wait to Absolutely. see
9: those. Absolutely.
1: Okay. All right. Let's get on to this question. We got this question, and we've had this. Uh, we've had we've had one of the GunTech watches. Uh, we've we've been holding back, waiting for a really good question. And this cool. gen, this gentleman has actually won one of the GunTech watches. And Kevin, you're wearing yours. Earl's yeah We got three of them in the room right now. Um, awesome. The uh, all the guys are wearing them. And, and if you want to take a look at it, go to GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. And it's under—is it under new product still, or did you guys move it?
9: Actually, we moved it. There's a swag category now.
1: Oh, nice! <laughs> <laughs> did, it is definitely we did, that.
9: We did a GunTech swag category.
1: Very nice. Okay, there you go. Check it out under the swag category, and uh, and you can see this watch. It's uh, I think it's two forty nine ninety five retail is on on this watch, yeah. and um and we got a question that uh, that
5: that well you know what let me let me go ahead, let me go ahead and roll music here. And now it's time for sixty seconds in the arms room. Brought to you by Gun Tech USA. All
1: right, our question today comes from Austin in uh, Chautauqua, New York. Chautauqua, one of those Indian names. Ch- Chatagay, something like that. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it, I'm just going to read this And, and, and the ticking's going to stop So you know, just please pay attention after the ticking, everybody We're, we're going to continue with this It's not going to be just 60 for, seconds Yeah, probably for the rest of the hour This is a, this is a question we could write a book on uh, Mike, Alec, Kevin, and the great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone First off, thank you all for what you do You've touched a lot of lives And just as important a lot of mine through your effort I'm currently a resident of New York And unfortunately was never interested in firearms Or shooting sports until I relocated here Good move, right? This means, among many things, my magazine capacity is restricted to 10 rounds. Only pistol I own is the Springfield XTS 4.0. It gives me 7 plus 1 loaded with Federal HST 124 grain, which I carry with me everywhere I'm legally allowed. Given the choice, I'd carry a double-stack 9 mil for the extra ammo capacity, but since that's not an option due to the aforementioned restrictions, what are your thoughts on the following? I'm going to summarize here. Bullet technology, bullet size, capacity, Nine millimeter versus forty versus three eighty versus forty five. Would nine mm still be the caliber of choice when increased additional capacity is not an option? Would you go with a ten round nine mil or a ten round forty five? Would did you want less recoil, or are you looking for the firepower, or are you looking for capacity? Thank you for your time and your thoughts. Sincerely, Austin from Chittagong, New York. Austin, we're gonna be getting a hold of you during the week. You've just won this watch, and we'll get it up to you. But Phil, here's the question. Yeah you you've, you you're from you're from some of these states like me back home now yep. that they're under these these 10 round minimums the maximums maximums maximum. I'm sorry the uh the the argument has always been 9 verse 45 9 yep. verse 45 and the half of that argument has always been capacity well what do you do now when you're 10 rounds you have got a 10
4: round limit i mean this Ugh.
1: this changes everything
4: there's this, no there's no the high capacity stops being a factor in the equation so if you can't use the capacity, what do you use in place of it?
9: Um, that's a good question. Very good question. I got to say personally I favor 9mm. So, even right now in Arizona where I can carry whatever I want, I'm carrying a Glock 43. Nice. So that's my everyday carry.
1: Nice. Now, is your everyday open carry different than your everyday concealed carry?
9: Uh, I mean, I tend to conceal, but I mean, open carry uh, in Arizona, you can pretty
1: much right, it and, and it's legal. And I, and I guess I, let me preface that with I've been down to the shop uh, with you guys, obviously, and you guys sure. carry around inside the the facility, same way yeah. as we do at the gun stores up here. We carry around open carry, just as more of a security deterrent. Me Is mowing the grass, right, right. Is, yeah, Kevin does it when he's mowing the grass. <laughs> um, <laughs> Kevin when, does it
3: if he has <laughs> pants on. Yeah.
1: Is your So so you're your, your same open carry as concealed carry. And you can with that 43. You can do that. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, this just brings about the, 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 the big question now. I've, I've no longer got to worry about capacity. Or, excuse me, I've no longer uh, – I, I, I no longer – have to worry about the difference between 45 and 9 mil with the struggle in capacity. Because that was always it. The argument was, well, I'm going to go 9 mil because I can carry 17 rounds on a Glock 17. Well, right. now yeah. when you're stuck at 10, ooh,
2: yeah, what do you of, do? That levels the playing yeah. field.
1: Do you carry a Glock 17 with 10 rounds, or do you carry a Glock 30 with 10 rounds of 45?
2: Yeah, yeah.
9: Mm-hmm. Um, you can argue that either way. I mean, uh, again, I'm biased at a 9 for everyday carry myself right right so, i mean um, there is some uh, some friends of mine like my father 45 all the way yeah so yeah. <laughs> it
1: really depends who you talk to yep yeah exactly right exactly right yeah i, I know i know that i'm a i'm a 45 guy also and, and you know i have the the ability you know in florida under concealed carry and carry whatever magazine
4: capacity we want but mine is still not uh, you know seventeen rounds well, all I know Phil's dad and the only reason he carries a 45 is because he can't find a holster for a 12 gauge <laughs> yep yeah, 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 yeah.
1: hey Phil can you hang out with us for another segment sure all right guys listen uh, you're listening to arms room radio we're coming to you live from the Celtech studios on the line with us is Phil from guntech and we'll be back right after the break to talk more about this issue
5: How was your weekend?
1: Great. I went to the range and I went shooting.
5: Oh, man. I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg.
1: You should try SendMeAmmo.com.
5: Um, what was that?
1: You mean SendMeAmmo.com? Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com. Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com, and sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get what calibers do they have at sendmeammo.com you can get 223 380 9 mil 40 cal and 45 at sendmeammo.com it's guaranteed ammo monthly so
5: i can get range and
1: defense ammo yes you can so sign up now at sendmeammo.com it's guaranteed
0: ammo monthly
5: uh, do these guys follow you around all day
0: e- yeah it's great in the carpool lane but it's no fun in the bathroom sign up now at sendmeammo.com and use code arms room for 10 percent off your first monthly order that's sendmeammo.com
5: Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech. A family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical
6: Not with innovative dual tube magazines that hold a dozen 12 gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the KSG in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons
0: You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the kel Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the kel Studios. Welcome back to
2: Arms Room
1: Radio. <laughs> Joined on line by Phil from uh, Gun Tech USA. Phil, are you still with us?
8: Yes, I am.
1: Outstanding, outstanding. Hey, we got this question. It came in on the uh, 60, sixty seconds in the arms room, but we're pretty much making this the thirty minutes in the arms room question <laughs> because this question is one of those the age-old questions: nine versus forty-five. But now you've only got a ten-round limit. Right. What do you do? Um, I, you know, I'm trying to think how it would change with my everyday carries. I've got two different everyday carries, and in, in, in the state of Florida, there is no open carry. Uh, we can't open carry here, which is uh, something.
4: There's a very limited reason you can, yeah. but it's it's such a narrow that it wouldn't matter for this equation. The
1: what I normally carry is as a smaller 45, which is a six plus one capacity. When that, that's more of a pocket gun, though. When I have the ability to wear on the waist again, because in, in Florida you, you can obviously, if you could seal it, you could wear it, but it's it's one of them hot states. It's like Arizona. You know, I, I can't just strap on a you know a leather holster and put a jacket on and go outside like I can in half the country. Here, it's got to well, stay concealed. half well, the sure, year. Well, you can, you just have heat stroke.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, you're not as yeah. cool as Earl. Well, Earl does
2: you, that all the time. You're going to look very conspicuous.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, abs- absolutely, Um, do you, uh, so I carry uh, you know, a ten round. 10 plus 1, which is what uh, I guess I would have to be carrying in New York. It's, you know, it's the Glock 30S, which is my, my 10 plus 1 capacity in the 45. Um, let's let let's go around. Let's go around the table. What, what are you thinking? What are your thoughts on this, Earl?
2: My thoughts generally, uh, as a statement to anyone else, I'm going to say go with as big a caliber as you can control, being as we're looking at uh, round capacity is... Maxed out right now. Where, you know, I, I agree with the argument. I would have gone with nine, just basically for the magazine capacity. But that's out of the picture. Me, myself personally, I'm probably still going to stick with nine millimeter solely for the fact uh, that's what I'm most trained with, and I know then um, placement is what's going to get the job done. And I know right now I can, I can get the follow-up second and third shots. More accurate and on target, faster at the skill level I have right now.
1: Yeah, that, there you go. That's a training thing.
2: Mm-hmm. Listen, if
1: you're if you're it's your brand new gun out of the box, mm-hmm. and uh, all you did was take your concealed weapons course or your you got your your firearms identification card, and you, you've put less than a hundred rounds through this gun, um, yeah, capacity is probably what you're looking for mm-hmm. because you're not practiced on it. Whereas the training that you've gone through is. You know, first shot's going through the kill zone, and second and third and fourth also are. Mm-hmm. You know, at, at, at most, you know, somebody with the, the skill and training, uh, somebody like you, that, that you possess, you know, 17 rounds is just if there's a horde coming at you, right. basically. Right, you know, that, cause I have 17 targets I well, need to disable.
2: That, that and I, I always keep in the back of my mind that typically animals don't travel, or animals do travel in packs, so it's not. Are well, you making
1: a political statement there? What are you doing there? No, ooh, I'm, ooh, I'm, ooh. I'm. I'm bringing out the a lot of wild I'm, dogs I'm in his re- neighborhood, oh, okay. revealing the, the
2: dark side of <laughs> of reality. True. True. Yeah, absolutely. What
1: Phil? What's your what's your what's your feelings? What are you thinking? So you're still sticking with that with that nine at ten rounds, huh?
9: I'm sticking with nine. I gotta say. Now the thing is, what's the? Um, I don't know what the current restrictions in New York are for the different kinds of ammo allowed.
1: I, I think they do have some sort of weird ammo restriction. I don't know if it's like the NATO where you only get ball ammo only or yeah, something. No, no. That I think I'm they
2: refer sure. to
4: them as dum-dums.
2: <laughs> no no, no, right. no, no dum-dums. I don't dumb think dumbs. that
1: was New York. That was, that was
2: New Jersey, wasn't it? Because New the, the, the okay. lady that was yeah.
4: arrested for yeah. any bullet capable of expansion is considered a dum-dum.
1: Yeah. Dum-dum round. Well, there you go. See, that's, that, that's them Camden folks again is what and, that and is. And if that's yeah. the case, Camden, then Jersey.
4: you're going to have to worry about overpenetration with a 9mm in a very highly populated area. So again, I might tend to go with a 40 or a 45 because I can load it to a smaller, uh, less feet per second. Yeah. I got a lower yeah. velocity mm-hmm. bullet, so it's going to stop in the in the intended target, not right. over penetrate. Right. And the 230 grains of ball ammunition is very effective at stopping pretty much anything you shoot it at.
1: Oh yes. The one thing I did notice, Kevin, is that he does not have a bat restriction. There you can any well, size you know, bag, hey, There well, we go. Now,
4: see, I you, you, there's not a lot of bear problems there, but and I don't want <laughs> to well, get into perhaps that.
1: Perhaps not in New York City itself, but, yeah, but uh, yeah. <laughs> the upstate, uh, yes, yeah, you're getting you're getting into some
4: bear problems. But I will tell you, I, I carry a six plus one, three eighty, right? But I carry two. And yeah. And you'll
1: love, you'll love this, Phil. Kevin, what's that called, by the way? <laughs> when you carry two guns
4: smart oh oh wait it's a New York reload that's what yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's Phil, cool. the, Phil's never heard that story I, I was in a three gun shoot and I noticed that there was a there was a 12 round shotgun stage and so I looked at my Benelli and I went that doesn't hold 12 rounds I got an idea and I went back to the truck and I got my 13 and a half inch class three Benelli and I hung it on its sling in front of me. I got in position I started my my stage I fired my 10 rounds out of my Benelli. I dropped it to slang and pulled my thirteen inch Benelli and finished the string. Uh, and the the response I got from the range director was that's a mandatory reload, we're gonna have to disqualify you. And I went, That was a reload, I'm from New York. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) The the New York reload. I tell
9: you, I gotta say, the legal ninja, I knew he was going with a forty five. Mr. nineteen eleven, I know it. Oh yeah, well he saw me. We're in, we're in
4: the we're in the, the, the Twin nineteen yeah. eleven. Twin 1911s. Yep, yep, you know it's it's yep. uh you know you can't something goes wrong with your firearm. I don't care how many magazines you got, you still have mm-hmm. a problem.
2: Yeah, exactly. That's why
4: two is one and one is none.
2: There You go. It's true.
4: It's true. You do. What and you, if you they d- match, you don't have a magazine or ammunition problem. True.
3: Uh, uh, there you go, Alec. I'll probably stick with the nine due to the interchangeability I've got set up with my wife, and she doesn't like forty-five.
2: Okay, so there that's, you that's where you're sticking yep. with. Yeah, practical, practical that's, reasoning. That's very good. Yeah, that, that would apply in my house as yeah, well. Yeah, but he's, room, he's running that. a SIG Blackwater. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's,
4: it's like a 23-round 9mm.
2: Well, remember, it is a SIG.
4: Yeah, <laughs> oh, oh. Oh. oh! No, I've test-driven that gun. That thing runs fine. Yeah, let's cross off that sponsor. Way to go, guys!
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: not getting a return call from Sig. Earl, we're gonna have that. a talk later. It's not what you say; it's how
1: you say it. I mean, I expected high Point points. If, yeah, if I can't yeah, get a Glock, yeah.
4: then I'm gonna go with a Sig. Yeah, because <laughs> I can't afford HKs, <laughs> <laughs> and I never can figure out how to make the safeties work. <laughs>
1: okay so austin you're listening if not uh you can listen next week when we call you and tell you your question was on uh you, you, on on the old uh, what is that the the relay the 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 podcast the the replay
2: yeah there we go whatever
1: now let's see it. that again
2: yeah uh-huh. let's
1: see that let's see that again there when you when you download and replay it for yourself mm-hmm. so I, I think what we what we've got here and and, and, and again you you bring up an excellent question austin it's it's the nine versus forty-five. Now, with we didn't the catch. Even talk about wheel guns. No, and that's where that's where I'm, that's where I'm going with, with this is, you know, there's just because it's a ten-round limit, some people don't carry ten rounds. You know, you, you, Kevin, we've heard from you. You carry a couple of couple of guns with six plus one. Yeah, uh, Phil's carrying a six plus one. I'm carrying a six plus one. What's wrong with the with carrying a six-round uh, 357 uh, Magnum? My, my wife carrying a six plus special. one.
4: Six One Six Eighty Six Plus Three Fifty Seven Magnum Seven Round Revolver. I yeah. would not have wanted to argue with her when she had that.
1: Yeah, I used to carry the little Charter Arms Forty Four Special all the time. That'll work all day. Yep. So yeah, yep. it's it's. I think it's a, it, even though we have the magazine capacity, I still think it comes down to uh, wh- where you are your your situation. Your 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 the clothing you're wearing, where, you know your concealability, shot placement, you know, shot Well, the training level, shot placement. You know your your training level, your what your what your spouse is carrying. You know, so you've got you know interchangeability of yeah, ammunition. Yeah,
4: Mister Mrs. Smith over here. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, you, you've, you've got to worry about it. So, hmm, man, really, but it
4: throws a whole new angle into that question. Nine yes, verse forty five. Wonder if Phil's yeah, wife carries the same caliber he does.
9: Oh, she had a Kimber nineteen eleven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was like, yeah, not, yeah. she, yeah, she no. made fun of me with the 9mm. Yeah. Yeah.
4: She's like, well, now she's bigger than you. Phil, come back. <laughs> you left your little gun home. <laughs> so when you no, die, can no, I, I give know, that you know, to my daughter? <laughs>
1: that's right.
9: No, but you know what? The wheel gun, that's true. My dad carried a Ruger SP-101 Shorty. Oh, yeah. He, he carried that for years. That's a great, great little revolver. A lot oh, yeah. of people swear by
1: revolvers. Put that, that 357 round in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah? absolutely man, this is a tough one you know listen I, Austin, i don't think we can give you a an, an absolute answer you know this is um uh this is this is one that's in the military we had, we had a little acronym it was bet t c it was it was you know the the it was the mission the equipment the time the terrain, the conditions all of those factors are are involved here you you need you need to know. All your surroundings, you need to know, again, the spouse's gun. You need to know your training level. You need to know what you're know what you wearing, what the temperature
4: is like. Right. I can get a Man. Boondock Sates vest, and I won't have a firearm problem. Sure. i wear four, five, six real guns, right. and I'll be just fine. Thank you. Listen,
1: when you and I went out to uh, Arizona and visited with Phil, that was the first time I'd worn a, a full-size gun exposed since I was... You know, back in uniform. You yeah, know, but,
4: but it was weird because you didn't. You were wearing shorts and tennis shoes with a drop leg, fast draw Western holster. It and, looked weird.
1: And, and uh, the night we went out for the formal night, I had my uh, chest rig tanker holster.
4: I know. So,
1: which was which was nice. Gotta love Arizona. <laughs> you know, it was, it was people there are like, oh, 45, cool. What can I get you to drink? You know, they, they don't oh, care. The norm. <laughs> yeah, hey, those, those are nice grips.
4: Absolutely, don't care. Yeah. Absolutely, just don't care.
1: Phil, thank you for joining us. Uh, It was a pleasure. Uh, I know Austin's going to love the Gun Tech Watch, and uh, we will talk to you again in the in the coming weeks. Uh,
9: You got to talk to you guys soon.
1: You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Keltech Studios. That was Phil from Gun Tech on the line. We'll see you after the break.
0: From the kel Studios, it's Arms Room Radio with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear and more. You'll get it all right here and you can connect with these guys right now. Call the Arms Room Radio hotline, 407-774-8255, 407-774-8255. Arms Room Radio is on the air live coast to coast from the kel Studios. Now, here's Mike.
1: Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Welcoming back the crew, sitting around me today, we're do, doing a quick intro, quick intro. Quick, 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 the great, great, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Ladies and gentlemen, his name is Earl.
2: You know, we <laughs> just gotta let that go quick. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, that 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 we gotta get that song. We can go like Boone to the Seventh. <laughs> gotta let that, gotta let that song play through. Ooh, I like that. I
1: like that. Gotta let that song play through. Also joining us is the Samurai Sidekick from Max Orlando, welcoming him back. First, just to see if he was awake. Uh, see if I caught it. <laughs> I caught <got> it. I was like, huh? See if he <laughs> a day a day. Of order, <laughs> Mister Alec Weber. Present. <laughs> present. The big man himself, welcoming back (laughs) I'm not that big No, 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 the big man at uh, Maxwell Orlando Of which the the organization is named The courtroom assassin, the legal ninja, Mr. Kevin Maxwell Thank you, Michael Gentlemen, thank you for coming back, thank you for joining me Good to be here I almost left uh, we we saw it. I, I mean, listen. We, we we understand it. We get it. You you uh, you you worked. You you worked. You had to. You, you know, you, you called. They called up and they said, uh, "Hey, uh, we got a case. We got a guy. We got this. We got this uh, deal." They called there's two the o'clock, cops, o'clock in the there's, morning. There's too. a knife, yeah. and they uh, and and they responded. Now, let me ask you this, Alec. How can people get a hold of you guys?
3: There's a couple of ways that they can do it. They could reach us at the office four zero seven four eight zero. They can reach us on our website, maxlaworlando.com. They can reach us on Facebook, facebook.com slash downtownattorneys. And they can reach us on the Twitters, maxlaworlando. Well, you, at Max Law excuse
1: yeah, me. hit him up on the old Twittergram. There, it'll work for you. <laughs> or you can reach oh, us on our yeah. cell phones at two o'clock in the morning. Cell phones at Ooh. two. Listen, because you're answering. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You're answering. You're answering. And listen, if you want to get a hold of our, we prefer room, you don't unless it's an absolute emergency. Yeah, absolute emergency. You shouldn't call with stuff like, um,
3: hey, uh, I want a gun
1: trust. <laughs> exactly.
4: <laughs> we recommend you do that. He's. He's. he's li- that's funny because that's happened. Hey, I was. Oh, wait, you, you're the lawyer? Yes, sir i was just expecting to get a call center no sir yeah what could i help you with Well, I add questions about a gun trust what would you like to know <laughs> and i went back <laughs> into the room to go back to bed and my wife's like are you kidding <laughs> no babe it's it's that's that was part of the equation it's
2: the deal 20 maximum <laughs> effort and maximum service that's right and maximum hours <laughs> <That's it.
1: laughs> the all two in the morning max hours all day long hey or how can the good people the good listeners the the, the viewers the studio audience the uh, you know the, the people listen on their
2: ipods the the ones driving down the street how can they get a hold of us here they can get a hold of us on several different methods we'll go by the old standby they can give us a call directly here into the Caltech studios live at 407-774 8255. That's four zero seven 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 four. talk They can send us a message on Facebook, facebook.com slash armsroomradio. They can send us an email, radio at armsroom.com, or your favorite, they can send us a tweet, at armsroomradio. Very on, cool. On Very old, nice. On the old Twittergram.
1: On the old Twittergram. Hit out on the old Twittergram <laughs> to get us uh Hey, uh, I, I wanted to share a story with you. This one, this one kind of, um, this one irked me. Uh, there was a there's a trooper out in Missouri, uh, name's Randy Henry. Uh, looks like a really good guy, good trooper. Um, he was, uh, and if you read the title of the story, it says, "Randy Henry, State Trooper Demoted After Speaking Out About Death of Handcuffed Student." Well, that. That, that almost sounds like like a you know like a whistleblower kind of thing or you know he went against you know the uh, you know his peers and all the people that you know that he serves with well sensationalist and misleading headlines exactly exactly and it was and it's it's not the case you clicked on it didn't you yeah I did I did I, <laughs> I wanted to gotcha. see what it, I wanted to see what it was um, Randy Henry is a veteran Missouri State Trooper with 29 years patrolling Lake of the Ozarks. He's been a member of the Water Patrol on the lake there. He's also served five years in the U.S. Coast Guard, so he knows a thing or two about water safety. But when Henry criticized the training of another trooper, whose mistakes allegedly led to the death of 20-year-old Brandon Ellingson last year, Henry suddenly found himself punished by his department. Okay. So we're reading the story together here. Mm -hmm. Criticized the department. So he went to the newspaper, Maybe. He perhaps took out an editorial. Maybe he did this on his Facebook page. Craigslist ad. Took out a Craigslist ad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope. None of that happened. We'll get to it, though. On Wednesday of this past week, they knocked down Sergeant Henry's rank from to, to Corporal and transferred him out of the Lake of the Ozarks after nearly three decades of service there. Punishment was laid down just a few days after Henry, who had already spoken out in front of a state house committee about the shoddy training given to water officers who patrol the lake, gave a sworn deposition in a civil suit brought by Ellingson's family. Okay. So let me get this straight. The, the state house uh, has, has a, well, one of the committees in the state house. They subpoenaed him and they said, said, hey, come subpoenaed here. Subpoenaed him. You're, you're an expert. With 29 years of, of uh, being a, a, a law enforcement officer patrolling the waterways and with five years of Coast Guard experience before that, you you are a subject matter expert and we want your opinion then he gets uh, deposed by the uh, the family of the the gentleman that was uh, that died last year and and he gives his professional opinion there and, and and what happens well evidently adverse action the the Missouri state patrol did not agree uh, or they didn't have to agree they just didn't like what was uh, the testimony was Ellingson, an honor student and a high school football star from West Des Moines, Iowa, was arrested on May 31st of 2014 by another trooper uh, who accused the man of operating a boat while under the influence of alcohol. The other trooper immediately handcuffed Ellingson's, Ellingson's hands behind his back and began to transport the suspect by boat to a nearby police station where he planned to administer a breathalyzer test. But when... This officer pulled the life jacket over Ellingson's head and shoulders. He failed to fasten it properly. You see what's happening here? You Mm -hmm. see what's going on? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. On the way to the station, the officer's boat, motoring along at 40 miles an hour, hit rough water caused by the wake from another boat. The boat rocked violently, and Ellingson was thrown overboard. His unsecured life jacket slipped off after he hit the water, and with his hands cuffed behind him, he sank And could not keep his head above water. Excuse me. He could not swim or even keep his head above water because his hands were cuffed behind him. He sank 60 feet to the bottom of the lake where his body was later found. Later. Later found. Not even immediately. Not even immediately. No, no, no. Listen, um,
4: unless
1: unless you're sitting there with dive gear on, like mask and snorkel, you're not following
4: anything down to 60 feet. You know, you're... Here's an idea. When you see him fall out of the boat and the life jacket pops up, go in after him right then. Yeah,
1: exactly. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the kel Studios. More of this story when we get back from the break.
5: Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech. How was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man. I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should
1: try SendMeAmmo.com.
5: Um, what was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com. Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that?
1: Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com. Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com, and sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at sendmeammo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9mm, 40 cal and 45 at sendmeammo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at sendmeammo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly.
5: Uh do these guys follow you around all day? E- yeah, it's great in the
1: carpool
0: lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at sendmeammo.com and use code ARMSROOM for
6: 10% off your first monthly order. That's sendmeammo.com. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual tube magazines that hold a dozen 12 gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the KSG in action at YouTube slash Weapons.
0: Listening to Arms Room Radio. Live from the Keltech Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now. 407 774 8255 407 774 8255 Now more Arms Room Radio. Live coast to coast with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms
1: Room Radio. They were talking to you about Randy Henry, state trooper demoted after speaking out about the death of a handcuffed student. Listen, I you know it caught my you know, it caught my attention as uh, you know a, a former law enforcement officer that uh, you know, I wanted to see uh, what this guy did. And uh, again, like Alex said, of misleading headlines, this guy uh, this guys end up getting the uh, getting getting screwed over here. Um, he is a Twenty-nine year veteran working the uh, waterways and the lakes of Missouri, Lake of the Ozarks area. Five years before that, in the Coast Guard. Clearly, a subject matter expert on uh, you know techniques and procedures, uh, you know of, of uh, maritime law enforcement. So um, he was asked to. i not asked. He was ordered. Mm-hmm. Um, he was subpoenaed. Subpoenaed. Commanded. Was, so commanded by the court. You are commanded to appear. Commanded to appear. Um, by Kong over
3: the, the House
1: also by the House Senate and then by the court uh, for civil suit and then probably for sub uh, I don't know the House the House Subcommittee wanted to know what happened uh, I'm not sure how they got involved but I can I can I can see it I can see it maybe it was probably a, some
3: sort of regulatory committee yeah, that yeah. wants to make
1: some sort of rule somewhere about something exactly what I was thinking exactly what I was thinking. Uh, So this uh, this one gentleman uh, was arrested by uh, we're going to we're going to leave him uh, an anonymous trooper, not trooper Henry, uh, was arrested by another anonymous trooper, and was uh, was for suspicion of DUI or BUI, and he was handcuffed behind his back, and then the anonymous trooper put a life vest over the top of him with his handcuffs behind his back, but did not secure the life vest in place. Boating is their boats coming back. He's going at about forty miles an hour, which I got to tell you. Listen, I'm a, a um, maritime certified law enforcement officer, also nowhere near the experience this gentleman has. But forty miles per hour is is just causing
2: havoc on lakes. That's that's not. He's not poking along. No, no, no. You I know that's you cruising pretty good.
1: This is not the intercoastal. This is not offshore. You know, this is. This is. A, can you compare that to the speed of a jet speed, so our listeners can get a feel for it? Do you know? This is like driving back on the highway at 110. Um, you know, you, everybody around you is affected by this. You know, you, the, the wakes are, are, are ridiculous. The people on the shore are getting this. You you can't hear or see what's going on unless you have direct eye contact eye contact with them because of the the noise and the, and the and the, and the, the spray. So. Um, so he was on the way, motoring back at about 40 miles an hour, hit some rough water caused by the wake from another boat. Was and,
3: he worried the blood alcohol content was going to subside?
1: You know, I, I don't want to get into the guy's head, but if I had to guess, yeah, you're always trying to get back to the breathalyzer as soon as possible before the uh, they go below the .08 or the, the, the .10, depending on the jurisdiction. Uh, the, the, the victim, Ellingson, was thrown overboard. Unsecured life jacket slipped off after he hit the water. Hands cut behind his back. He could not swim or even keep his head above water. Sank immediately, sixty feet to the bottom of the lake, where his body was was found later. Kevin, you said right before we went to the break, the only chance this guy had at survival was to was to you know for this anonymous officer to immediately jump in before
4: right. he, you know because
1: maybe this guy gets one or two kicks
4: you know to try and stay afloat. He's not been trained like a Navy diver or a SEAL, you know, here, go yeah, to the bottom of the pool, pick up a brick with your hands handcuffed behind you, and or stay afloat for two hours with your handcuffs behind you. Yeah. you know, they get taught to do that, but
2: obviously this is just a regular schmo. He doesn't know from right. he's, stay he's above. Not, he's not trained for that, no. and as the beginning of the article... Allegedly, he was under the influence, so he's not at his. He's not at he's, his peak. Yeah, he's not at the best if, physical if, if, if he's operation he's not under already. the
1: influence, he's he's believed to be under the influence. Oh, I, yeah. I can
4: tell you what I thought would have even been worse is you know, quit struggling. Yeah. Stop yeah. resisting. Yeah.
1: yeah. I'm trying not to drown. Stop <laughs> resisting. Yeah. yeah. Listen, see, and here's a couple of a couple the of other factors. A couple of other factors to to put into this: sixty feet. You go down deep to sixty feet, and you go down quick deep to sixty feet. Um, it's it's like a truck is running over your head. All right, the, the pressure that you feel oh, yeah. at 60 feet. It
4: forces that, the water into your lungs, whether you want it to go in there or not. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, it feels like your head is being crushed. Um, you've all, you know, jumped in the pool and, and dove down to the deep end too quick and felt that pressure. Well, that pool's six or eight feet deep, okay? This is this is ten times, and it's exponentially more powerful at that depth. It is not a pleasant way to lose your life.
2: No. Is, isn't 60 feet two atmospheres?
1: Sixty feet is two atmospheric levels below. Yes. Um, and Look at the big brain on Earl. How, all right. How many fathoms though? <laughs> I don't know. That. <laughs> That's not. Can you, even can you fathom that?
2: that?
1: Yeah, yeah. Whatever. I mean, that'd be ten fathoms. Six feet. Six feet. Six feet, yeah. six feet is a fathom. Uh, how many leagues? That would be twenty thousand.
4: <laughs> <laughs> nice try. <laughs> then. Was, get out of my. Head. I was looking. at was like. God. <laughs> You know, I, I help him and I, and he just lets me hang in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: No, Here's the pitch.
1: Uh, oh, swing and a miss. Yeah. All right. Uh, the other thing with the officer, the officer, this anonymous officer there, one of the reasons I'm not trying to defend in any way, he may have not jumped in immediately is because he's wearing his gear. He's wearing his bat belt. Now he should have his vest on at all times. His, I'm sorry, his flotation device his personal his PFD, his personal flotation device and
4: what do you want to bet he's going so fast he didn't notice Oh, well, we probably, not. say the same um, thing. He probably looked back he and he went, looked, went i had, where, jumped go? out yeah and then he took off the vest
1: yeah yeah i had a passenger <laughs> something like that yeah and not securing him in the boat you know and yeah, that's why they're called seatbelts yep uh Henry, Trooper Henry, this is the the, the gentleman we're talking about, the one that was demoted, was assigned to investigate what happened. He found not only that the anonymous trooper and other troopers recently transferred from highway patrol to maritime patrol uh, on the lake had received skimpy and rushed training. He also later testified that the anonymous officer changed his story about what happened to the victim over that time. Now, let me tell you something skimpy and rush training that's exactly what I have skimpy and rush training. I have like a two week course in boat operation, and I've got maybe you know two three months on the boat before you know transfers came around again so it's 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 a it's a it's a learn on the job thing it's one of those
4: things where you keep somebody with you that's, that's not the you, thing that worries me the most is he changed his story
1: oh sure sure absolutely mm-hmm. um that's not good. He changed his story about what happened. No, uh, over time, as long as you don't get caught. Yeah, well, <laughs> sure. Well,
4: you know. All right, it's like All the right CIA. We, here we go. If here we go. Tell we, the uh, truth.
1: Lawyers' opinions of law enforcement. <laughs> <laughs> tell the truth
4: and and lie and not get caught is the same thing. That's the problem. Is you're trained to lie as part of your investigative technique. No. Yes, you are. No, you're not. Well, then you're extremely natural at it. <laughs> okay. uh, the
1: basic I, law enforcement skills. Uh, I mean, you're made aware. Of it, but it's you're you're told not to until you get to a investigative position. Right,
3: you're told not to change your story in lines until you get
4: to an investigative position. How many times you want to bet that I've had guys that are not in investigative positions that are practicing being investigators by lying in order to conduct an investigation? The problem I run into is they forget that they have to stop doing that when they come into the courtroom. They it just doesn't dawn on them. Because, see, they were taught that they could lie in order to accomplish their goal of getting the information they wanted. And sometimes they forget that they have to stop that practice when they walk through those doors. I, I, Kevin, think, I think you're putting too much... He's about to... Mike, he, Mike's linear
3: brain is, yeah, uh, a, a see, can is see, going off he's right now. He's getting above the, the eye <laughs> right there.
1: And that's, you're, you're putting too much emphasis on the police officer's ability to take the suspect where he needs to go to get the confession to, to give convincing evidence that doesn't exist. You know, it, it's, it's a, it, there's not the, there's no, there's no course. And here's how you lie. It, it, it is more of, listen,
4: we need to, we need to really hear the truth from you because the truth will set you free
3: except it won't.
4: I don't ever hear them say that in the interviews. <laughs> what I hear is you need to tell me what I need to know. And what I need to know is why you did this. That's not a lie. That's a threat. <laughs> okay. Because uh, I can't help you if you don't tell me what I need you know, to know. The,
1: the, the lie is: listen.
4: There's witnesses.
1: There's really no way out of this. The only way for you to, to perhaps to, 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 to find a way through this is to is to come clean now, show remorse, and we'll take that to the judge. You know what the lie was? There was no evidence. That was it. It's or not. To help. It's not. Uh, uh, you. You tell me now, or it's gonna. You know, I'm gonna charge you with everything else. No, that's that's poor investigative skills. Yeah, but it still happens. Well, you know, poor lawyering happens too. But I'm not. I'm not picking on all the other lawyers. <laughs> I said the other lawyers. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> sounds like good. you're picking on us. <laughs> no, I said the, other, the other lawyers. The other lawyers. So by the way, got a clarification. When I said rushed training. I should have said rushed training, not rushed training by Getty Lee. That somebody, yeah. somebody pointed you got, that out.
4: You got a text message about that, did I, I did. I did. I
1: got it right here. I said rushed training rather than rushed training. Um, and I, you know, I'm thinking about it while we're sitting here. My training wasn't rushed. It was just brief. It was a lot of, here's the acceptable coursework, and a lot of this now is on-the-job training. Read this. Well, no, it was read this, then take the test, and show me that you could perform the skill but it was a uh it was it was brief when you could consider your overall academy training is 800 hours then they tell you now go do it on the water here's 80 hours worth of training
4: you know i i can't really say that i would have expected you to have to test somebody on whether they could buckle a life jacket or not
1: no that's kind of one of those givens you figure that's uh,
4: <laughs> that's going to be a simple thing
1: all right you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Kiltack studio we're talking to you some more about this when we get back
7: With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. The van where a suspect in the Dallas Police Headquarters shooting was found dead caught fire setting off ammunition rounds inside the vehicle. Dallas police say the fire erupted when they used robots to clear the van of pipe bombs and other weapons. A boy who loaned a pellet gun to Tamir Rice in the day the 12-year-old boy was fatally shot by a Cleveland police officer told investigators he warned his friend to be careful because the gun looked real Rice was fatally shot by a rookie patrolman responding to a call about a young man waving a gun. Hillary Clinton formally kicked off her presidential campaign with an outdoor rally on Roosevelt Island in New York City Saturday. She promised to carry on the liberal legacy of President Obama and former Presidents Roosevelt and Clinton. Meanwhile, Martin O'Malley says he has something Mrs. Clinton does not, executive experience as governor and former mayor of Baltimore. This is SRN News.
6: This is the original. The Keltec P3AT. With six game changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See the P3AT in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons.
5: Never want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech Hey, how was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man, I wish I could shoot as much as you, but, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg.
1: You should try SendMeAmmo.com.
5: Um, what was that?
1: You mean SendMeAmmo.com? Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com. Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com, and sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for
5: monthly ammo deliveries like I Get. What calibers do they have at sendmeammo.com?
1: You can get 223, 380, 9mm, 40cal, 40 and 45 at sendmeammo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So
5: I can get range and defense ammo?
1: Yes, you can. So sign up now at sendmeammo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh,
5: do these guys follow you around all day?
0: E- yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at sendmeammo.com and use code Room for 10% off your first monthly order. That's sendmeammo.com. Um. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Keltech Studios. Call the Arms Room hotline right now, 407-774-8255, 407-774-8255. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast with Mike and the guys in the Celtech Studios.
2: The Fallen Heroes segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com.
1: Army Specialist Anthony D. Kinslow died June 13, 2005, serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. Kinslow, 21, of Westerville, Ohio, was assigned to the 2nd Battalion, 17th Field Artillery Regiment, 2nd Brigade, 2nd Infantry Division, Fort Carson, Colorado. He was killed June 13th when his Humvee came under a grenade attack while he was conducting combat operations in the volatile town of Ramadi, 70 miles west of Baghdad, Iraq. Specialist Kinslow was praised at his funeral as a peacemaker and a soldier. The brigade deployed to Iraq from their previous permanently assigned duty station in South Korea. Brigadier General Albert Bryan described him as first and foremost a soldier. Specialist Kinslow, in choosing to be a soldier, chose a life of service over personal entitlement to provide for the greater community rather than seek out those things that lead to personal gain. Teachers at Big Walnut High School said Kinslow graduated in 2002, remembered him as polite and quiet. Kinslow is survived by his parents, three sisters, and two brothers. Specialist Anthony D. Kinslow, you are not forgotten.
3: If you'd like to get a hold of Max Law Orlando, there's a couple of ways that you can do it. You can reach us at our office, 407 480 2179. You can reach us on our website, maxlaworlando.com. You can reach us on Facebook, slash downtown attorneys. Or you can reach us on Twitter at Max Orlando.
1: All right, welcome back. We were talking to you, and we've been talking to you about for the last couple of segments now, uh, Sergeant, uh, formerly Sergeant Randy Henry, now Corporal Sergeant Randy Henry of the Missouri State uh, Police, State Patrol, whatever they call it there, uh, who was demoted after he was...
4: Commanded A whistleblower. That's well, what he was.
1: That's what they make it sound like. They make it sound like he was a whistleblower. Well,
4: you can't well, demote somebody for being a whistleblower. That's I don't, I don't, retaliatory. I don't know so right, much right. if he
1: was a whistleblower, but he was
3: acting in the course and scope of his duties under command of subpoena. So, I mean, he might not necessarily be a whistleblower, but there's adverse action that's being taken there, and I'm pretty sure someone's going to get in trouble somewhere.
1: Yeah. Missouri State Police declined to comment on the demotion of Randy Henry, who thanks... Well, hold on. Who, thanks to his transfer, will now have to move from the house where he's lived for 19 years, calling it a personnel issue.
4: Not personal, but it's a personnel (laughs) issue. That's right. Our personnel talked bad about us, and we're going to punish him. And we're taking it personal. Uh, But
1: Henry's lawyer says he knows exactly what happened. That that discipline is a result of the patrol's effort to silence and discredit Sergeant Henry in connection with his claim of a cover-up in connection with that investigation. That's called being a whistleblower. Uh, Exactly right. Uh... He also den- the attorney also denounced the demotion and transfer of Randy Henry as malicious and vindictive retaliation. Okay, uh, Alec Kevin, w- law enforcement officer gets a uh, a subpoena from the state house. Uh, Kevin, you've uh, testified before a committee or two. What happens <laughs> if you don't show up when they say we want you to appear?
4: They send unless, they, unless
1: of course, you're a baseball player on steroids.
4: They they, <laughs> they send a group of guys and girls. Who uh, have um, a very interesting uh, description? They're called the United States Marshal Service, and and they have absolutely no sense of humor whatsoever. I think it was surgically removed. They don't have any sense of humor when it comes. They don't care, as as you've heard in the movies, <laughs> they don't care. Yeah. That, but but I I don't know anything. I don't care. You didn't show up, so. Please come with me. But they do have cool-looking badges. They, oh, yeah, they're and they're heavy. Mm-hmm. Man, they could thump you with a... Yeah, U.S. Marshals thumps you with a badge. You're going to remember it. It's like getting hit with a sap.
3: Well, it's because if you try to run away, they just throw it at you and knock it's you down. Ninja Star.
4: Ninja Star. So U.S. Marshals <laughs> will come pick you up if you do not show up for a subpoena, like in that... Manner. Okay,
1: and this is a state house, so it was probably either the state capital police, the state bureau of no, investigation. No, they they have
4: federal authority under their charters. They'll probably okay. send the U.S. marshal because I, knowing what I know, would definitely not stay in Arkansas if the Arkansas State House wanted to speak to me about something like I was had to be spoken to about. The last time I had to appear. I
1: don't think I would stay in Arkansas unless, well, even if I was dead. I don't think I would stay in Arkansas.
4: But they they would undoubtedly send someone of similar import to pick you up. It, the, the result is you're going to sit in jail until they decide to have the hearing you didn't show up to. So Sergeant Randy Henry had no choice. Not really. Now, there are some, I know Orange County has a policy that says you cannot testify. You Orange cannot, County, Florida. Orange County, Florida. Has a policy that says that as, a, as an active duty deputy, you cannot tes- testify adverse to the department's prosecution. But this yeah, you can't is be different. called as an expert win- witness for defense. Right now,
1: well, I'm sorry. Uh, you you cannot
4: uh, voluntarily. You cannot
1: voluntarily.
4: Thank right. you. Yeah, you can be subpoenaed. Yes, but you can't voluntarily yeah. testify. Um, and it doesn't look like he voluntarily testified. He got subpoenaed. Yes, um, and if he told the truth, you know, the, I guess the only thing that he could say is, "I've been ordered not to answer that question on the grounds it might incriminate my department."
1: <laughs> and that's you know, Maybe that's what he said.
4: You know, it, it might be.
1: <laughs> you know, um, and then you know he gets that on record. I'm sure if he's got his a uh, decent attorney sitting with him, they put that on record.
4: Oh yeah. Listen, you know, I've been he, ordered not to answer. Yeah. but
3: if he if he follows what's ordered, why does he get demoted?
4: Well, I, I have taken a deposition on someone in the past. That young man, uh, it, was a, it was a commercial company, an airspace company, and he was visibly shaken. And, and I got to, I mean, the, the, the court reporter even stopped the depot at one point. And, and I finally went back and I said, sir, I'm going to ask you one more question. Do you believe if you testify here today that you're going to be at risk of losing your job and unable to support your wife and children? went, anyway, yes, sir. I am, sir. I don't have any more questions for you. You're excused. Right. And I looked over at counsel's for, for the, the aerospace company and I went, you need to go talk to your boys because they're about to buy a really big can of problems if they're threatening my witnesses.
1: Right. Sure. And, and I'm sure Sergeant Howard, excuse me, Sergeant Henry probably did something along the lines of when the first question was asked, uh, Listen, I've, I've been advised by my agency, or his lawyer said that he's been advised by his agency, not to say anything. Um, having gotten that on record, let's pull the public record report that he filed on the investigation, and they went over probably that public record.
4: Well, you know what? You can say that, and then you can. I compel you to answer that question.
1: Oh, sure, sure, absolutely. But I'm saying what it, he laid the groundwork, yeah. being a uh, you know somebody with 29 years in law enforcement, then five years in Coast Guard. You know, he's he he
4: understands. Yeah, he, how the he game had, was played. That's right. It, there's a little politics involved. But then again, it, they, nobody may have gone to him and said anything to him about don't talk because they just assumed he wouldn't talk. Oh, yeah. And he went yeah. and told the truth. Yeah, and we gave him like, the good old
1: boy speech. We'll be good.
4: Holy moly. He told the truth. What right. are we going to do now?
1: Yeah. Now, how about when you get a subpoena to testify at a deposition for uh, you know, uh, uh, opposing counsel? Let's, uh, let's say the law enforcement officer gets the... There's a civil suit going on, which normally the police are not involved in the civil suits. But the the victim's family said, hey, you wrote this report. We need you to come uh, give your deposition. That's a subpoena. It is. What happens if you don't show for that
4: subpoena at your local court? You've so, the judge. Ju- judge will hold you in contempt. Which take means? Finds and jail, take you into custody. Yeah. And, uh, it might
3: not be quite as quick as the U.S. Marshals coming out to get you, but it'll happen
1: eventually. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not like they don't know where to find you, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and it's one We've of those been things in the same where, house
4: for nineteen years so. right.
1: yeah, it's one of those things where it's um bring him before my court. Mm-hmm. I wish to speak to him. Yes, I,
4: does he know my name
1: now? Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that that was a funny story too. So that uh, this trooper had no had no choice. This trooper went out. He found what the cause of this crime was. he He investigated it thoroughly. He reported it after being ordered. By two governmental, well, ordered by the government uh, agency, you know, the state house
4: with a subpoena, and then ordered by the local court, uh, you know, local court judge signed off on that subpoena. There, well, it, it did, normally, the normally judge wouldn't sign it, but you, as an officer of the court, can subpoena a witness to testify. What would be interesting to see, and you know, this is going to be very factually driven, but usually experts get an expert witness fee. If he took the expert witness fee and surrendered it to his department, right, a, as you would normally do, right. Um, I'm not sure what retaliation they could bring against him. You know, that, that would be that, hey, you kept the witness fee, so we're going to demote you for keeping the witness fee. That would be really hard to sell. But if he sub- submitted the fee to his supervision or he showed his supervisor the subpoena and said, I have to go testify and got cleared to go testify by a superior. I'm not, Alex, about to have a conniption. I don't see this as an expert witness fee
1: because he's the
4: one that wrote the investigation. Doesn't make any difference. He's the reporting officer. They won't ask him to testify about his personal knowledge. He's going to have to be qualified as an expert. Right, exactly.
1: All right. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech studio. We'll see you when we get back from the break.
6: this is no ordinary shotgun not with innovative dual tube magazines that hold a dozen 12 gauge rounds plus one in the chamber and in the one millionth of a second when innovation ignites performance the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete innovation performance keltech see the ksg in action at youtube slash keltech weapons
5: Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech. Hey, how was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man, I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg.
1: You should try
2: SendMeAmmo.com.
5: Um, what was that? You mean
1: SendMeAmmo.com?
5: Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that?
1: Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com. Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com, and sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at sendmeammo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9mm, 40cal, 40 and 45 at sendmeammo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at sendmeammo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly.
5: Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? E- yeah,
0: it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at sendmeammo.com and use code Room for 10% off your first monthly order. That's sendmeammo.com. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Celtech Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now, 407 774 8255. 407 774 8255. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Celtech Studios.
1: Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Thank you. Good to do that. Good to do that. Hey, we, uh, we, have, we haven't talked about it a couple weeks. It came up a week or two ago. We never really followed up on it. Uh, had some questions. Want to get back to you talking about gun trusts. We've had some questions on gun trusts and on 41P.
4: Kevin, can you explain to us what, what 41P is? The Obama administration, through executive order, 41P, has suggested to the ATF that they need to change the circumstances under which a legal entity, ergo a corporation or a trust, uh, is able to acquire class three items, which would be machine guns, short barrel rifles, short barrel shotguns, any other weapon, which is almost always a two pistol grip shotgun of substantially shorter length than no stock, destructive devices, suppressors and suppressors. Uh, there was an initiative by the ATF probably two years ago, maybe three, to eliminate the need, well, well first, to take suppressors off of the National Firearms Control, it, declass it as a firearm. Yes, yeah. it, suppressors. Just, just say suppressors on a firearm anymore. Right, right. Uh, and then I think, quite honestly, somebody from accounting went. Do you know how much money that's going to cost us if you <laughs> decide not to do that? Because we get 200 bucks every time somebody wants one of those, and the accountants got them to go. Now we're going to leave them on the firing yeah. list. That's the, the second one was to perhaps eliminate the chief law enforcement officer's signature requirement entirely, because the point of that signature, when the National Firearms Act was originally passed in in the mid 30s was to – that's the 1930s um, – was to make sure that the individual – well, I'm really old. So don't roll <laughs> your eyes at me. Yeah. That, that – uh, You had to close. Well, I was like, what are you talking about, the 2030s, you know? Yeah, we're not there yet. <laughs> Eighteen. Um, Eighteen. Yeah. That the chief law enforcement officer could attest to the good character of the individual – making the acquisition. Yeah, this was 1932 I
1: think it was past 32 or 36, I forget. 34. Uh, 34. There you go. Just extrapolate. Um 34 and there was no national crime information center. There was no way to pump no, it into no, this computer. No computerized
2: background yeah, check. No computerized back background check. You had hadn't been born yet. He <laughs> hadn't invented the internet. So you
1: anyway. had to go to the sheriff and you had to get the sign-off right. from the sheriff or the police chief or the judge. Chief say, law enforcement officer. Yeah, saying, uh, you know, a hey, hey, Kevin Maxwell's a good dude. It, I,
4: it, I, you know. it used to be a, a business card of the mayor in Chicago. And yeah. he would he would yeah, sign he, on the back of the card, yeah. please extend Mr. Maxwell all courtesy. Yep. And that was pretty much all I'd have to have. i just yep. show that to anybody and they'd go, oh, sorry. Thank you, sir.
1: Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So now... That was designed to take place of a background check because back then if you wanted to buy a shotgun or a rifle or a pistol, you went into Sears and you bought one. You took it home. Oh yeah. There was no three day wait. There, there was no, background no three check day wait There form. was no
4: wait on anything. Correct. Mm-mm.
1: You had but if you wanted a special yeah. class three item, mm-hmm. you went in and you had to get the sheriff's signature. Those class three items were short ones, ones that could be concealed basically. Um the short rifles, the short shotguns, the suppressors,
4: the uh, that, machine not guns. Not so much the suppressors. Suppressors was not a big thing then, but fully automatic. Machine guns was yes. a big yes. deal. Yeah, that was the real deal. That
1: one. was a big yeah. deal. Now, you could still buy the machine gun at Sears, but you had to get the
4: chief law enforcement officer's signature. Right. There was no There was no class three manufacturer thing Correct. going on. Correct. A, a, you know, Browning would sell you a BAR yeah. through... One of their stores, yeah. whoever their distributors were. Yeah, like they, they, you get them they, in Montgomery Rewards. You can get them at Sears. Sell them, yeah. sell them anywhere. Yep. What? And remember, you could still... No, you wouldn't have to go to Montgomery Wards. You could order them through the mail. You'd just have Browning ship it to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, I wish I'd have been alive in like 1931. i my missed kid, it by a year or two. My kids... Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, well, let's, let's say alive with a job. Okay, Okay there you go. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Two years. And then I could... T- <laughs> This I need. Uh-huh. This I you need. opened yourself up to this it. This I need. Well, it wasn't a job, really. It was more of a draft. You know? so. <laughs> I, I thought the concurrence was I was only 72. That uh, would make it goes me. up each day. <laughs> um, you age daily. <laughs> what 41P does is it says all the persons of a corporation or anyone that might be responsible for possession of this item in a trust has to undergo a background check, and get Chief Law Enforcement Officer's signature for that individual before the acquisition can be made. Now, if you start to think about what that entails, that means that I've got to get the background check and the Chief Law Enforcement Officer sign-off on any future beneficiaries of a trust, even if they haven't been born yet yeah which is um mm, let me think is it difficult or no it's impossible it it, but that you know what when i asked the question burdens when i asked (laughs) when i asked that question of the atf the response i got was Er, that's um, not our problem yeah Mm. well sure that's because they were that was still under
1: the direction of holder um (laughs) with, with, with with holder so we don't know what's
4: going on there um He's a uh, man. And I got to tell you, if, if the ATF is able to implement 41P, it, I always worry about the slippery slope kind of, you know, I'm, I, I, I'm not paranoid. I'm apprehensive. Six bullet wounds will make you think that way. Right. I don't think somebody's after me. I, I know. know they are. Right. Um, if you can get a corporation to become the subject of a government's order that they can't hold property. And imagine somebody at Colt Manufacturing. Now, everyone who ever may be in possession of that item after it becomes a machine gun. Mm-hmm. And and we now know based on the current implementation of the ATF's rules, if you manufacture a short-barreled rifle, as soon as the receiver has a serial number on it, you have to put it in assembly. You you can't mm-hmm. it can't it can't sit in stock. So if it's got a, if it's going to be a machine gun and it's got a serial number, you have to finish the assembly it's be that same day. Yep, You, you it can't out. sit in stock in parts. Mm-hmm. It's got to be assembled completely. Um, now I have to have everybody with Colt Corporation have a background check done. Even the guy in shipping on the dock? Everybody. Because they're all a responsible party who may at some time be in possession of that item. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just going to become absolutely unbearable. But if the ATF can do that... Under the National Firearms Act, then, and this is just, for example, 141P says now the IRS can do it to every other corporation that owns real property in the United States. You got to have everybody in that corporation identified. And that's the whole point of a corporation, is to not have to identify everybody. It doesn't make them personally responsible. The corporation's responsible. Right. Well, now, we've decided... As the IRS, that we don't think you're using that particular piece of land the way you should. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to take that back, just like we don't believe you're using that class three item the way you should. So we're going to go ahead and confiscate it under the National Firearms Act or 141P, mm-hmm. whatever that number happens to be. And I can't wait for that fight to take place because if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> The largest owner of real property in the world is the Catholic Church. And if they can do that under the National Firearms Act, they can certainly find a way to make that possible under the Internal Revenue Code. And they're going to pick a fight with the Catholic Church. Because they're not going to be able to say, okay, you're exempt from it, and you're exempt from it, and you're exempt from it. It's got to apply to everybody, or it's got to apply to nobody. What was that?
3: What was you knocking your microphone he's, out. You were,
4: you were, you were so passionate. I'm talking he's, like Mike. He's, 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 he's talking about
2: the Catholic Church. He we went back Italian. Of <laughs> his hands. Um, now you're doing it. Um,
4: <laughs> that's the kind of slippery soap thing that I'm worried about. I don't see any point in having chief law enforcement officer sign off, because if you were to do that in Florida, there would be no more class three items at all. Because none of them will sign them off. Mm-hmm.
1: There's there's a couple
4: that made campaign promises and, uh, that, and that, we, that we know that's not of, really working out.
1: Very very few and far in between. The the reason that chief law enforcement officers are not signing them off, and I've had several of them tell me this, uh, is because the federal government, the Department of Justice, came down and said if you sign off on any more Form fours, Form threes, uh, Form Form ones, Form fours we will not give you any of your department of justice funding for this education program
4: or for that piece of equipment or whatever yeah. they've been blackmailed they've been told uh, i think you, you do, that, do not that, get it and that's not uncommon that's that's happened before with the implement 55 as a speed limit right right 50, 55 speed limit and 0.08 is the um, as the breath
1: breath and, and now there limit. is a state that said keep your money
3: yeah, yeah you've
1: got the worst come on board. earth. They all, those last two they all came on board. I yeah. know you're, you're thinking of um, uh, 0.08 where Louisiana is is now the the norm, and the speed limit in Nevada is now 75, except yeah, it, for
4: but it went back up.
1: Yeah, yeah, except for places where it's been deemed non-federal roadways. Right. And that was always the issue with that because uh, it was on the interstates. Uh, on the on the uh, uh, who was who's the interstate system named after? Little army trivia. The end of show.
3: Was Eisen, Eisenhower? Eisenhower, Eisenhower
1: was it? you know, how, you know, how the, you know, how the Department of Defense paid for the interstate system.
3: Tell
1: me, one out of every five miles in the interstate system oh, yes. is straight and narrow and flat, Long so, enough to land on, so you. jets and bombers could land on it in the, in the case of national emergency. Uh, now that's prior to where we are today. You know, but that was back in fifty-two, fifty-three. All right, well, that's it. Another great show, gentlemen. Uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you all again. On Arms Room Radio. Remember,
4: exercise your constitutional rights and Second Amendment. Rights responsible. Ex- exercise, <laughs>
5: exercise your
2: Second Amendment rights responsible. Wow, he, caught, he was if with you aren't ready, stay ready. ready. I was, if you are ready, stay ready. <laughs> <laughs> stay we'll see you next week on the Arms Room. we changing it up, man. You're I'm freaking me with out. His eyes open.